the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Dave Ramsey, the Dave Ramsey Show, heard weekdays at 5 on Business 1440, KYCR, Golden Valley, a service of Salem Media Group. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. President Trump is calling Senator John McCain's opposition to the latest GOP replace and repeal bill for Obamacare. A sad, a horrible day, he says, for the Republican Party. Linda Kenyon has more on McCain's decision. Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell had said he intends to hold a vote on the GOP bill next week. But Senator John McCain's announcement throws those plans into doubt. In a statement, Senator McCain says he takes no pleasure in opposing the bill, but he says there are what he terms no reliable answers to questions about how much the bill will cost, how many people will be covered by it, and how it will affect insurance premiums. That is correspondent Linda Kenyon reporting from Capitol Hill. China says it will limit oil supplies to North Korea, stepping up pressure on Pyongyang over its pursuit of nuclear and missile technology. On Wall Street Friday, the Dow lost 10 points at 22,350. This is SRNU. Annuities are sold, not bought. Big difference. If they're so good, why are variable and indexed annuities a leading source of complaints? Despite the rosy sales pitch, they often lose money and pay exorbitant sales commissions. Even greater issues remain hidden behind what are likely the most complex and costly investment vehicles ever created. You deserve the truth. Visit annuitydiscovery.com, and for a limited time, you can receive a complimentary, unbiased review of what you really own. That's annuitydiscovery.com. What's in your annuity? Are you a North Dakota State University alum? Do you love the green and gold of NDSU Bison football? Then why not sponsor Bison football games here locally in the Twin Cities on Business 1440? The Twin Cities is home to many family, friends, and alums of NDSU, and there is no better way to reach this group of loyal supporters than by sponsoring their favorite winning football team on the radio. To learn more, call Mike at 651-289-4418. Bison football means business on Business 1440. Giving your computer problems the boots. Arby's Computer Service. Hi, everybody. Randy from Arby's Computer Service. Let's talk managed services. Managed services is when you let a company like ours take over the responsibilities of keeping all of your computers and servers protected and running efficiently. We keep your systems patched, keep antivirus protection on all of your systems, provide a way to filter out much of the malware, manage your backups, and most of all, keep you up and running. This is no easy task and takes you time. Time is money. If your server or even an important computer goes down, can you afford this? Let us take care of all this for you, and you can stay focused on being profitable. And don't forget, we also fix your PCs, Macs, cell phones, and tablets, too. Call us today at 763-441-3884. Once again, 763-441-3884. Or find us on the web at rbsmn.com. Giving your computer problems the boots. Arby's Computer Service. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. The Wall Street Business Network is on the air. It's The King Banyan Show, live and local, covering the economy and your business on Business 1440. Now, here's King Banyan. You obviously have a wonderful economy with words. I look forward to your next syllable with great eagerness. Welcome to King Banyan Show. That was good. I like that one. Little uh, welcome to, uh, you know, I didn't realize that um, the uh, late, the the, er, the fall uh, hot temperatures would come so soon into fall. Uh, we lost the power here for a couple hours um, yesterday, and I think it might be because of the strain on the system. Um, that happened it's it's been a it was a challenging day here on campus yesterday we couldn't run classes until afternoon um but uh yeah i think we can call it indian summer um 
I mean, it, it seems like it's a little early for that. Doesn't it feel like that's an October thing? I think you're right. Uh, but it, it, man, it was, it was, we didn't have air conditioning in here till about 10 in the morning and, and it was struggling to keep up all day and, and it was just not a, not a pleasant day here yesterday. A lot nicer this morning. Um, good to be with you here on the King Banyan show where, where yes, we, we are watching, um, um, this, uh, this Twitter nonsense and, and messaging between, uh, the NFL and, and, uh, and, uh, President Trump and President Trump and Stefan Curry. It's like, goodness gracious. Um, enough of that. I, I mean, look, these are business people. If enough people, I, I actually thought the president said something that was, that was, you know, the best, the best thing to do. You want to know how to, you want to know how to get the NFL to get rid of people who protest the national anthem? Don't watch. Just don't watch it. Yes, I realize they make tons of money off the TV contract, and the TV contract will generate money for them for years and years. But if you don't buy the tickets, if you don't buy the swag, if you don't buy, if you don't buy the products that are being advertised, and you walk out of the stadium during the national anthem because of what you see on the field, that'll take care of it. I mean, I've heard people say, "Why on earth? Why on earth would uh, would the two LA team? Why would the two teams in Los Angeles move there when they collectively can't get as many people to come to the stadium as uh, University of Southern Ca- Southern California?" Well, there's a pretty simple answer for that. They got a really sweet deal on a new stadium, and they can share it. Uh, they can both benefit benefit from getting a f- stadium created. And, and yes, I know they'll say they'll say that uh, Stan Kroenke, the owner of the Rams, is building it, but he didn't get that. He didn't pay for that land. He's not paying for all the infrastructure to go around to go around it. And if you've ever been in Los Angeles, the Coliseum is a difficult place to get to, uh, and uh, in a neighborhood that you wouldn't want to walk around in. So, um, it's a business and, you know, I think, I think the way to deal with that issue is quite simply don't watch. And when the president said, walk out of the stadium during the anthem, if they're, if they're taking a knee, that the economist in me listens to that and says, yeah, that probably is the right thing to do. Um, and so during the until the end, until the golf season ends, I'm on a golf course on Sunday afternoons. So I'm not watching. I'm not watching any of that. Besides which, the Giants stink. <laughs> you know, I just don't want to. There's nothing for me to see. Anyway, six five one two eight nine four four seven seven. We're live. We're going to talk about uh, yes, the Fed met and uh, did things. So quantitative tightening has begun, and we'll talk some about that. Uh, we're also going to talk about uh, the fact that while all this conversation is going on about whether or not we're going to get a get a health care bill before the end of the month, flying somewhat under the radar, the it appears that uh, Congress is or congressional Republicans at least have come to some kind of agreement on at least doing something on the corporate tax rate. That makes a heck of a lot of sense, and that that because that's flying under the radar, uh, that's where we'll spend our time. We're going to talk. We're going to talk about that a fair amount in talking about rates. Also, um, a piece posted by our friends at the Center of the American Ex- Center of the American Experiment uh, by um, their resident economist John Phelan, who we've had on the King Banyan Show here in the past. What is going on with the urban areas in Minnesota? Why are they not growing as fast as other places? It's actually a a very very important piece that uh, John wrote on Thursday, and I I want to talk about it a little bit. We're not I didn't I didn't ask John to come on. I don't want uh, I figure we've we've we had him on fairly recently, and I don't want to go to the well too too often. But because because it's about Minnesota, it's because it's about cities in Minnesota and because we are our next winter institute is going to be 
on the topic of rediscovering cities, I think this is a topic worth discussing. So we will we will have that as well uh, here on on the show. But but first, as we always do, let's just sum up the week's events and and tell and see what happened here during the week. We're we're still making uh, we're still making uh, new highs in the stock market. Leading indicators up uh, four tenths of a percent, which was really good. We didn't expect it to go up by quite that much. That's pretty. Those are pretty good numbers. Housing permits are still are still um, are still rising, although existing home sales are somewhat down, uh, and mortgage and mortgage applications is dropping eleven percent, mostly because refinancing has ended. I really believe that that the Federal Reserve signaled this interest rate increase for so long, for so long, that the market, that anyone that was holding uh, a mortgage that was in the fives or sixes has refinanced because they knew that, that the time to do it was coming to a close. I think that moment is arriving right now, um, and that time's fine, but I think that also means that People who wanted to use that period to switch homes, I think that also has come to an. That also is coming to an end. I don't think I. I think how the fact that housing starts were up, but existing home sales are down, is an indication that there are still people who are. Who are in apartments who would like to be in the be in homes, that maybe people who retreated to an apartment from a house they could no longer afford back in two thousand eight and two thousand nine. I think there's a little bit of room left to run on housing, but I will say I'm I'm beginning I'm beginning to factor in to my presentations, and I'm working on another one for a a group of uh, credit union um, uh, directors uh, in a week or two. That I think we're reaching the end of that run. Where construction has contributed so much to increases in employment, it's in, it increases in GDP, um, having high housing start numbers, keeping the banks really busy. I think we are beginning to see a top in that activity pretty soon. Let me just tick off the just this is just this week in terms of data. Housing starts slightly above average. Permits up at 1.3 million at an annualized rate versus 1.22 million. Okay, that was expected. But put on that the, the decline in the mortgage market, the housing market index uh, from the FHFA uh, only rose two tenths of percent below the four tenths increase, and the survey of housing market people dropped from 68 to 64. Um, if you, in, in my mind, you put those things together and it feels like for this expansion to continue, there's going to have to be a pivot, a transition from construction leading the cycle to something else. What could that be? What could that be? It might be. It might be manufacturing making another run. It's possible. I think if I don't see a big increase in purchases of, of uh, durables, I don't see the I don't see the car. I, don't, I I wonder about the automobile industry because I, I don't see too many I don't see too many uh, uh, ads. I do I do one of the things I do is to on my Sunday afternoons when I'm not watching the NFL, I'm also driving around car lots to see how full they are. To see how much activity there is, I just, I'm just looking for blacktop that would have a car that they're not holding. And if and if the car lots are full, are really full, that typically means to me that they're holding a lot of inventory. Inventory is expensive. You're borrowing money to hold that car on the lot until you sell it. So if you've got a lot of inventory, you've got a lot of interest expense, and you want to move that, and that's. And, and and that typically means that the housing that the car market has also peaked. I'm beginning to see a little more inventory, but not at the rate where I think 
where I think that uh, they might be in some kind of trouble. I just have not seen it yet, uh, and at least not in my little corner of Minnesota. Um, and I do drive drive to a couple. Uh, I drive to a couple cities outside of St. Cloud to see what's going on in in places to the north and to the west of us. Um, and and that just that hasn't been there yet. That's that I'm waiting to see whether that happens because if housing goes down and automotives go go down in terms of in terms of their contributions to the health of the economy, that might indicate we're near the top. But I don't think we're there yet. Okay, I just don't think we're there yet. But the construction piece might in fact have reached that point where where we start having to question, okay, how much more does this expansion have to run? Wouldn't it be a shock to see some recession in the next 12 to 18 months? But we're not ready to make that call just yet. We're going to look for a few more signs before we get there. We'll be back after this. You're listening to The King Banyan Show on Business 1440. I don't get why so many people still have old-school home security systems. Meet Ryan, a police officer, not an actor. Expensive contracts, false alarms, easy to disable. I wouldn't own one. Like so many officers, Ryan chose Blink Home Security. Blink got home security right. They're discreet, super affordable video cams you install yourself in minutes. They're wireless and run on two batteries that last two years. Blink is motion-activated, so when it detects something in or around my home, it sends a video alert to my smartphone. If it's a threat... I call 911, and Blink's live feed option is total peace of mind. It lets me check in on my smartphone from anywhere, so I know when my kids get home, doors are locked, everything's code for. Cameras start at just $99. Order now and get 10% off at BlinkProtect.com radio. BlinkProtect.com radio. BlinkProtect.com radio. Officer endorsement compensated. Two little tablets is all it takes to make your thin hair feel and look thicker and fuller. Guaranteed. Viviscal is the number one drug-free hair growth supplement in the U.S., with one box being sold every minute globally. It's clinically researched to promote existing hair growth for men and women. And now, a 90-day supply of Viviscal is being offered in your area risk-free, plus free shipping when you text the word GROW to 246810. Viviscal nourishes thinning hair from within. You'll love your your hair growth results guaranteed. Viviscal is so effective, it's recommended by top doctors. Here's Dr. John Laura. As a dermatologist, I feel confident recommending Viviscal. It's backed by 25 years of research and multiple clinical studies that demonstrate Viviscal's effectiveness in promoting the growth of thicker, fuller hair. Want to try Viviscal? Every listener that texts the word GROW to 246810 gets a 90-day risk-free supply with free shipping. Text GROW to 246810. That's GROW to 246-810. Message and data rates may apply. Please don't text while driving. Do you know the top three promotional items for driving new customers? We do. Do you know how to make your logo come alive and magnetically attract new, long-lasting customers? We do. And do you know how to ensure your logo is delivered on the right promotional items on time at a great price? We do. 100% satisfaction guaranteed. Who are we? We're for imprint the nation's leading team to make your logo shine on your choice of thousands of promotional items. And right now, we want to share with you for free the top three promotional items for driving new customers. Discover them now by texting BAG44 to 642642. Let us show you what a difference the right promotional items can make to help grow your brand. With 4imprint, you'll get high-quality products, exclusive items, popular brands, on-time delivery, and outstanding customer service. That's what we do. Discover the top three promotional items for driving new customers by texting BAG44 to 642642. That's BA. AG44 
Buddy John. John Candy is a good thought at that particular moment. You remember, right? Planes yes! Oh, yes. <laughs> With oh, the yeah. Air sa- the air saxophone. <laughs> yeah. And the dashboard keyboard. Uh, uh, excellent. Excellent. Excellent, John Candy. There are never enough John Candy references in my mind. Amen. Um, Amen. I'm with you. Uh, I... Um, I mean, he made Second City, although they had lots of good people on it. But uh, and for a very substantial length of time, I argued. In, in I had bar fights over over what was better, Saturday Night Live or Second City TV. <laughs> bar fights, huh? <laughs> bar fights. I mean, I mean, ar- arguments, right? Yeah. Now we all just look down at our phones and and Google it, right? <laughs> right. Oh, I mean, funny. think about that, right? Oh yeah, Google Google on your phone has ended the bar fight. Pretty much, yeah. You can end any uh, any debate right then and there, can't you? Right. I mean, what would have? I mean, could there ever have been Cliff Clavin in the Google world? <laughs> I don't think a Cliff Clavin is possible nowadays. No. <laughs> okay. Anyway, welcome back, King Banyan Show. Of course, uh, of course, Ray Charles' birthday today, so we're going to have a fair amount of Ray Charles. I, we do like doing the uh, music. Uh, shout outs and uh, uh john and i were just uh talking about uh jamie fox's portrayal in ray uh the movie uh, the ray charles uh biopic uh and i i love that movie it's i probably own it is very interesting i probably own about 20 uh dvds i mean i have i and i do not buy them on my Apple TV, I just rent and then let them go back into the ether. I don't feel like I need to do that. Ray happens to be one of the 20. Okay, so that I actually have the physical DVD. I don't have a DVD player hooked up to my television anymore, so I have to I have to take something out of the closet to play it uh, or play it off my play it off my uh, uh, my, my laptop and and shoot it to the screen. But uh, to the bigger screen, but that's just um, that's just a really great movie and 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 thoroughly rewatchable. So, you know, that might end up being something we do this weekend, rather than watch the NFL. Okay, just not interested in that. Six five one two eight nine four four seven seven. The number number to call. Do pro golfers kneel during the national anthem? No, because I don't even know when it's played at a tournament. I have never been to a golf tournament to watch one live, to watch a PGA or an LPGA tournament um, live. I think that would be interesting. I think I, I think I could be. Um, I, 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 um, I think I would like to do that, but it's never really had the opportunity to do that. So. Um, so yeah, and that's that's true, John. That's true. They're from all over the world, right? Is Rory McIlroy going to actually stop for the for the United States national anthem? Probably not. Justin Rose, probably not. So, you know, I don't know. I, don't, I, I have I have mixed emotions. I, they're perfect. It's perfectly within your right to to. Respond to the playing of the national anthem any way you wish. It's certainly within my right to go play golf rather than watch your game. See? Freedom. It's an awesome thing. So this came out late last night uh, from the Washington Post. Um, Republicans are targeting a 20%, a corporate rate of 20% in their federal tax overhaul plan. According to three people familiar with the emerging blueprint, apparently this decision was made at a lunch of Chick-fil-A. Um, I, I don't know why that was um, uh, important, but it, it might be. Um, a number that represents a substantial cut from the 35% rate, but falls short of the 15% President Trump has long pushed for. So... If you're going to argue with me that we should hold out for 15% rather than 20%, let me just say that would be that would be an ill 
an ill-considered move. Let me let me take you through where where ta- tax rates are. It, the t- the highest statutory corporate income tax rates in the world are the United Arab Emirates at fifty five percent, the island country of Comoros at fifty percent. Number three in the world, Puerto Rico. At 39%. They'll be getting 39% of nothing for quite some time, thanks to Maria. Number four, the United States. At 38.91%. All right. United States, 38.91%. Fourth highest statutory income tax rate in the world. Why? Why would you... Why would it be okay? We haven't changed this rate since 1986. Okay? 1986, the, the, the Tax Reform Act of 1986 was the last time we changed the corporate tax rate in America. And in that period of time, almost every tax rate in the world has declined. Let me give you a list of the countries that have a 10% tax rate or less. Hungary and Montenegro have a 9% corporate tax rate. Andorra, Bosnia and Herzegovina, Bulgaria, Gibraltar, Kosovo, Kyrgyzstan, Macedonia, Paraguay, Qatar, uh, Timor-Leste, which is an island uh, near Indonesia, all of them have a 10% tax rate. Moldova has a 12% tax rate. Ireland, which is the one where many of our countries have lit out to, 12.5%. Now, look, I don't think, I mean, there's a lot of things that can go differently here that would mean that the those lower statutory tax rates might be might be um, uh, uh, not lead to a lower effective tax rate. But what you what you can know is that that it's probably the case at least on the income tax basis. You're not going to pay more than the statutory rate. It'd be a pretty bizarre tax system to pay more than its statutory rate. But you can certainly pay less, and there may be more tax breaks in the U.S. system that help. But when the distance between us and Ireland is between 38.9% and 12.5%, it's going to take a whole lot of favorable tax preferences to cover the distance. So it, it seems to me much more likely that that this is going to, that this is going to be helpful in terms of increasing increasing investment, right? The average rate, the average rate in the wor- average worldwide rate is twenty two point nine six percent, and if you weight it by GDP to look at the largest countries and give them the highest weight rate, that is twenty nine point four percent. So a 20% rate would be terrific. Would a 15% rate be more terrific? Yeah. But if you can get something passed at 20 and you can't get it passed at 15, you don't hold out. You go ahead and make that deal. That's a, that's a pretty darn good deal. Um, there are, of course, places that charge, a no, charge no tax rates. Okay. Europe currently has the lowest average statutory corporate tax rate at 18.35%. And if you weighted it by GDP, if you weight by GDP, Europe still is at the lowest at 25%. So it would make sense. Any I would argue anything below 25 probably gives us a pretty good tax advantage status. That's probably um, somewhere, I think 20% might be somewhere in that sweet spot. But it could be 20, it could be 22. And, and even that would be okay. Um, 
versus Europe as a whole, not just the EU, but those countries outside of the EU, um, that would would have a st- weighted average statutory corporate income tax of twenty five and a half percent. We simply we simply need to, if we can get the number below that and have approximately the same kinds of breaks, tax preferences, we'll be all right. But this leads me to my next point, and I I actually. Laid a little, I don't call it a trap so much as I put out a provocative tweet. You can find our Twitter stream at pound KBRS. I put out a provocative tweet. We got retweeted by one of our listeners this morning um, that Walmart pays 46 and a half times, 46 times more in taxes than Amazon. Why is that? And everyone's like, because. Walmart makes a lot more money. They have higher income. Well, you pay taxes not on your total income. You pay taxes on your taxable income. And it's worth paying attention to how it is that Amazon is paying such less taxes, particularly as the city of Minneapolis and many other cities around the country are preparing sweet deals for Amazon's second headquarters. We'll talk about that after this. You're listening to The King Banyan Show on Business 1440. struggle to get rid of stubborn fat regardless of how much you diet or exercise listen up whether it's love handles belly fat thighs or a double chin now there's a proven solution go to ineedcoolsculpting.com cool sculpting is a procedure for men and women that will eliminate stubborn fat safely and effectively without surgery or downtime it's the only fda cleared procedure to use controlled cooling to safely and effectively target and eliminate diet and exercise resistant fat now for a limited time you can save 25 percent by going to ineedcoolsculpting.com rejuve's prices are the best in the business the office is conveniently located in egan near 35e and diffley road the consultations are free and the results are amazing I need CoolSculpting.com will allow you to see a more confident reflection of yourself. To receive 25% off, go to I need CoolSculpting.com. Experience you can trust, prices you can afford. Hi, I'm Pam. I'm a student at Online Trading Academy. I think the biggest advantage at Online Trading Academy is you're really taking control and being involved in your own financial future. Even if you don't know anything about trading, but you'd like to learn more, this is really the place to go because there's such a wealth of information there and so many resources if you have questions. When you take classes in OTA, you really are shortening the learning curve. I think it's a great thing for women to learn about trading, uh, markets, finances. It's something you can do if you're working or if you're staying at home. Either way, they say most women are very good traders. By managing my own finances, I am keeping more money in my own pocket. I would definitely recommend Online Trading Academy. Text OTA at 313131 or go to learnwithota.com. Again, that's learnwithota.com. This is Owen Strand for townhall.com. ESPN is back in the news, not for its perpetually declining ratings, but because of comments by two female anchors. Jamel Hill caused a stir when she called President Trump a white supremacist and identified his close associates in the same terms. Linda Cohn, a longtime anchor, observed accurately that some viewers may be tuning ESPN out because of its left-leaning coverage. ESPN reacted differently to the two journalists, issuing a statement about Hill while suspending Cohn. Wow. There's a strange double standard operating in American culture today. If athletes and celebrities voice progressive views, they're activists for social justice. They get a gold star. But if they support anything right of center, they're often labeled as politically divisive, and they get sidelined. 
Tons of viewers turn to ESPN for dunks, heroic comebacks, and witty exchanges. Maybe the network should leave the idea silencing to police states. There may still be time to make ESPN great again. Maybe. I'm Owen Strand. So this is unusual here on the King Banyan Show. We don't do a whole lot of Hendrix on this show, but it uh, died 47 years ago on Monday. I've come to realize that most of the people, I mean, I'm not that old, so I was a teen when he passed away. I knew it was a big deal. Um... You know, I was in junior high when Woodstock happened. That that gives you an idea of my age. Um, so, Woodstock sounded really interesting, sounded really cool, but did does a 12-year-old or a 13-year-old really understand Woodstock? No, not really. So, uh, so I, I tell people, you know, I'm probably the first group of people who appreciated Hendrix as someone who was great, who had passed away way too young. And that he's still as popular as he is this many years later is a testament to the genius that was Jimi Hendrix, died 47 years ago on uh, on September 25th, on which uh, 40, 47 years, therefore, on this coming Monday. 18th, actually. Think- just last Monday, actually. Oh, last Monday. Last I Monday, had it on September 18th, yep. Ah, okay. All right. Well, thanks. Yep. Um, uh, we are, so anyway, 651-289-4477, the number to call. So a tax deal to change the, the rate to 20% rather than 15%. Yep, that, that would be, that could be pretty nice, a nice thing to do. But there's a lot of changes. I mean, how do we account, how do we pay for all these accountants? Because these accountants figure out what kinds of things can be taxable income and what kinds of things which which we don't get to do. Republicans uh, are proposing full expensing, meaning that rather than depreciating your capital investment over several years, you get to write it off immediately. So you get the tax benefit of the investment right up front. Um. They are proposing to do that, although it has a sunset provision, so they will only be available for five years. Um, that then means that five years from now there will have to be some other deal to either extend it or else it goes away. The cost of it, the the, the uh, return on investment will fall, and we'll see a decline in investing five years from the passage of this bill if it does indeed pass. Um, I just, uh, a lot of people will believe that that's not, don't worry about it. They'll just extend it five years from now. It'll be okay. Right. I don't know. To me, that sounds, that sounds like swamp filling rather than swamp draining. If every five years you have to pass a tax bill to extend full expensing, there's the opportunity for all other kinds of mischief to happen during the passage of that extension. And I think that's how the swamp gains water rather than loses it. On line one, Mark from Golden Valley, our, one of our regular callers. Good morning, Mark. How are you today? Hey, King. Um, yeah, I've got a really basic question that I think everybody needs to know, and I, I don't really know the answer to. Why, why is it we tax business activity like business income as opposed to the like more the prosperity yield off of it, like, say, people's, you know, wages, capital gains, and dividends. I mean, I, I don't understand that. Well, I mean, it, I think the reason for it was that the time we established it, it was easier to measure income than it was to measure lots of those other things. We didn't tax, and remember as well, Mark, that for many, for many uh, small business owners, I've been 
doing a little genealogy research uh, for my wife's family uh, lately. And her grandfather, uh, her paternal grandfather up here, owned a meat market in town. There's a really good chance that he didn't pay tax on either on any of that income because he was small. The income tax was not triggered by by earning a bunch of money. At least before World War II, that money probably wasn't taxed. Now, at, during World War II, they had to raise taxes to pay for the war, and so some of that income became subject to taxation. And, of course, after the war, it didn't go away. Taxes... Taxes are always a one-way ratchet. Once you start to figure out how to tax something, it's hard to stop a tax. Look at the look at the estate tax, which many of us think is is really uh, uh, it doesn't collect much income, but it can it can stop a lot of economic activity. Look at how difficult it's been to kill that. So, I think I think that uh, the issue is nobody wants to have another tax placed in you know. And remove the corporate income tax because making it zero will be, well, besides the, the political ramifications of that, uh, it's just a matter of we just don't get rid of taxes. We do, we we can lower rates, but we never they never go away. Well, I I just it, I, I wish people would just talk about wh- why do we want to get in the way of of entrepreneurs and managers' productivity. I, I just because to me th- this stuff just looks like dead weight, and there's got to be a simpler way, and just let people be efficient and produce things we all want and need at a lower price and a higher quality. I mean, but nobody ever thinks about it that way. It's just like a cash cow. Yeah, you know, I thought of that. This I thought a little bit about that this week. So, do you know what a, what that new iPhone eight costs in China? <laughs> no. <laughs> It's eleven hundred and fifty dollars in China, as opposed to seven hundred dollars here. You want to know what the difference between those is? What it's the value? It's the value added tax. China has a value added tax on some good on those goods that actually is adding another fifty percent to the price of goods and services. I, I I was I'm blown away by that. So I mean I've always thought the value added tax would be would be a more efficient way to gain revenue than the corporate tax, uh, and that there there should be some kind of trade made, but but you know if if you're just going to charge a fifty percent VAT on on an iPhone, then what the heck's the bit you know there's going to be no increase in productivity thanks to that. China's not going to develop their own iPhone. China has to rely on someone else developing the iPhone, selling them into a, a hungry Chinese market. And then the Chinese government just gets to generate gobs of revenue off of it. Yeah, I mean, I guess my only thought on that is, you know, if we just, I, and, I, and if this is wrong, just say, but it seems like if we just had VATs or we just had a national retail tax, local retail tax, state retail tax, if we just had consumption taxes, it seems like a more sensible way to fund the government and the, and the politicians can't screw it up as much? I mean, I, I don't know. I've always thought that's true. The problem is because of the because each level of the of the federal of the federal system wants its own tax base that the other guys don't mess with. There is this real resistance for a federal tax on consumption because it's believed that that is the domain of states and that the property tax is the domain of the localities, and so the federal government is left with the leftovers. And I actually think that dates back to the most early days of the of the republic and the constitution itself, when the initial constitution said there shall be no income tax. Right. Okay. Okay. That's that's extremely interesting. I'd never heard that before. Yeah, but I think that well, well, those levels of tax, the, the structure of of taxation in the federal system has evolved over 250 years. And until until the amendment that allowed the income tax went in, the only way the federal government was collecting money was off tariff revenue, which made us far more protectionist than than we were since then, at least until the most recent this this current administration. Um, what I've always wondered is I can kind of see like having a war tax, like a security tax, but that'd be the only 
thing you'd have as an income tax. Because all they do, I mean, otherwise, it's just better that consumption be, I don't know, it gets complicated. But, but I mean, you know, the problem is there's all these other countries that want to, you know, have wars and we have to be secure. And I don't know what to do about all this, you know. Sure, and I think think that what needs to happen is, I mean, the problem is there's a norm in 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 this country in the tax system that makes it unlikely that the federal government can put in a it's going to be difficult for them to put in a, a consumption-based tax without having this conversation with the 50 states about, we know we're coming into your territory, let's figure out a way that we can do a federal consumption tax and then have massive fiscal transfers. But that really then makes the states much more dependent on the federal government than they have been. And, and there's a good argument not to do that, because just for that reason. I mean, the 50 states, I mean, I believe in federalism. I believe in, in 50 laboratories of democracy. And and I, I don't want the federal government basically being the financing mechanism for the 50 states. Yep. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, that all makes sense. God, there's so much to know about all this. Right. Okay. Well, th- I, I'm going to go to a break, but Mark, thanks yeah. so much. That's a really int- thank you for taking us on a very interesting conversation. That's a that's sure. a point I have not made for uh, quite some time and worth making. We'll be we'll be back after this. You're listening to the King Banyan show on Business 1440. Don't miss King Banyan's Dennis Miller impersonations next on Business 1440. KYCR Golden Valley, a service of Salem Communications. This is a fully functional Beyblade. Meatmasters Radio, an improbable option to the ordinary, is a covert caper that helps rogue warriors up their barbecue game. Grilling and meat smoking tips, recipes, and talk. Where fake history disputants, too. It's outrageous, egregious, preposterous. Meatmasters Radio, we make buffoonery an art. There is not any man like him anywhere in the world. Catch Meatmasters Radio Sundays at 1 p.m. right here on Business 1440. Does your family believe in the power of a private school education? Are you looking into sending your child to a private school next year? Hi, Alyssa here with Business 1440, and we want to help your family by covering half of your child's first year of private school with our half-off tuition program. This is a program we have had for five years now, helping many families get into the school of their dreams. This isn't financial aid. This is for everyone. Don't pay more than you need to for your child's first year of private school. For more information about the program, or if you would like to see a full list of partnering schools, visit our website at TwinCitiesTuitions.com. TwinCitiesTuitions.com is here to help you in your search for a new school, with a great interactive map that will show you all of our partnering schools closest to you. And it even has frequently asked questions about the program, like why you should choose Christian education. Visit TwinCitiesTuitions.com. That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com. Thinking about life insurance? What if you could make one free phone call and learn your best price from nearly a dozen highly rated price competitive companies? Well, that's exactly what happens when you call SelectQuote Life. For example, George is 40. He was getting sky-high quotes from other companies because he takes meds to control his blood pressure. But when I shopped around, I found him a 10-year, $500,000 policy for under $25 a month. I'm SelectQuote agent Dan Savino. And believe me, If SelectQuote isn't shopping for your life insurance, you're probably paying too much. For your free quote, call 800-721-4880. That's 800-721-4880. 800-721-4880. Or go to SelectQuote.com. Since 1985, we shop, you save. Get full details on the example policy at SelectQuote.com slash commercials. Your price could vary depending on your health, issuing company, and other factors. Not available in all states. There's always a moment of truth where 
It's either put up or shut up. We were yelling our hearts out. Even in our weakness, even in our pain, we continued to push. I don't know where the pain went to, but all I know is that I had what it took. I am a United States Marine. PFC Daryl Willis serves his country as a Marine. Will you? Visit Marines.com or call 1-800-MARINES. Welcome back, King Banyan Show. This is 1440. I just want to keep dancing is what I want to do. I tell you what, I get a lot of exercise during the King Banyan Show, thankfully, uh, due to uh, the music that John plays. And if you want if you want your exercise music for the day, you go to Spotify, and in the upper left-hand corner, you type... Uh, you type this to search for the list. Spotify colon user colon KYCR underscore studio. It's going to be Spotify colon user colon KYCR underscore studio. KYCR, the call letters here on Business 1440, Twin Cities Business Radio. And we thank you for listening here on the first weekend of fall, which feels like another weekend of summer here on the King Banyan Show. So the basic point I've been trying to make is is it's a step in the right direction to take the rate to 20%. Would 15% be better? Yes. Yes, if it didn't cost you anything to go from 20 to 15, that'd be fine. If it's going to cost you votes and going to cost you some concession on the other side, maybe it's not. You never know about these negotiations until you are until you are sitting right smack dab in the middle of them. But I teased a little bit before about the the difference between Walmart and Amazon. People are pointing, and the Twitter conversation has been interesting to discuss whether or not it's because Amazon pays you in, in capital gains. Well, so does Walmart. Walmart gives dividends, and yes, dividends get taxed, but dividends are taxed basically at... And the difference on, ta- on on dividend taxes is, of course, is double taxation. The company's, the firm is paying paying a tax, and then the recipient of the dividend is paying a tax as well. That's why many firms do not pay dividends because they wish to have you make your money off capital gains. Because to the investor, to the stockholder, capital gains get treated more nicely uh, in in our tax system than do dividends. But even that's not really the point. So this is a piece that was last year in Newsweek. Yes, I'm reading Newsweek. When Jeffrey Bezos was f- deciding where to base his new e-commerce business in 1995, Seattle was not his first choice. Instead, the CEO of Amazon, now the world's largest online store, eyed an Indian reservation near San Francisco that would have considerably lowered his tax bill. The state of California quashed that scheme, but Bezos' zeal for tax avoidance did not stop there. Throughout much of Amazon's more than 20-year history, he has carved out competitive tax positions for the company as expanded globally. His business acumen that has regarded in that regard has even attracted the wrath of presumptive then presidential Republican presidential candidate Donald Trump, who earlier this year accused Bezos of buying the Washington Post to gain political avoidance and political influence and avoid taxes. All right, I gotta tell you that here's a case where there's something true in what in what then candidate Trump said. Um, if you've never followed it, I, and I'm not going to have time to do the full story. I don't think I'm, I don't know that it makes terrific radio. Um, but, but, uh, you should look up Amazon and then LuxLeaks, L-U-X-L-E-A-K-S. These are, 
these are uh, an expose of Luxembourg's uh, tax dealings with multinational firms. And one of the biggest recipients, in fact, was Amazon. Received um, received something had had beatings in 2003, which set up a tax structure for Amazon that allows them to avoid lots of taxes. Now, do you think it's easy for for Amazon to operate out of Luxembourg? Do you think there were expenses in trying to create this relationship? The answer is, well, yes, of course there are. Of course there are. That is why when you reduce a tax rate in this country, you are discouraging the kinds of activities that Amazon and Bezos did then, and you could also discourage some of those activities here in the United States. Right? Higher tax rates lead to more of these types of cozy tax deals. And, and, and the Luxembourg story of Amazon is a very important story. If you want to, if you want to, you know, uh, in essence, get in bed with this guy to do, to do some kind of deal to bring a headquarters here, just understand these folks are experts. It's squeezing every last dime out of out of a municip- out of a municipality, out of a state, out of a country even to get to get a deal done. And it is those kinds of deals which are leading which are leading places like Amazon to have much much lower taxes than Walmart, which doesn't have the ability to move its its operations to Ireland or to Luxembourg. We'll be back after this. We're going to get to the Federal Reserve. Don't worry. I'm going to talk about the Fed. Don't you worry about that here on the King Banyan Show on Business 1440. If you're a sleep apnea sufferer who's on the go, go to your phone and call right now to try the world's very first completely original portable mini CPAP device absolutely risk-free for 10 restful nights. It's the Transcend Mini CPAP, an engineering marble that's as small as a soda can and weighs less than a pound. Its unique design is so small and so light, you can fit it in your briefcase or purse to use anywhere you go. No more dragging around a big, bulky CPAP. Even better, now you can try Transcend absolutely risk-free for 10 restful nights by calling minicpap.com, 1-800-498-4929. Transcend is FAA compliant, too, so you can even sleep comfortably while flying. You can also add a battery pack that's as tiny as a deck of cards. So now you can enjoy the freedom to sleep comfortably anywhere. But don't wait. To receive your 10-night in-home trial, call minicpap.com now, 1-800-498-4929. That's 1-800-498-4929. Have you racked up more than $10,000 in credit card debt? Are you barely getting by making minimum payments? You should know. The credit card companies are tricking you into thinking there's no way out. Credit card companies would rather you didn't know that there are ways you can become debt-free and you don't have to pay the entire amount you owe. There are debt relief programs that help people like you escape overwhelming credit card debt. National Debt Relief has helped tens of thousands of people just like you reduce more than $500 million of debt. National Debt Relief has helped so many people, they're A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau. You don't have to declare bankruptcy or take out a consolidation loan. You have the right to settle your debt for a mere fraction of what you owe. Reduce a portion of your debt now. Call National Debt Relief at 800-518-4020. 800-518-4020. That's 800-518-4020. Pro-life across America, the Billboard people. I'm sure glad you're my sister, Addie. Yep, you my best buddy. Mom says you were their little surprise. What would we do without you? Well, you'll probably get your own gum. Yeah, that's true, but you're worth it. Hello, my name is Carrie. I work with Pro-Life Across America, the Billboard people. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of alternatives to abortion or needs post-abortion assistance or would like to support the life-saving work of Pro-Life Across America, please call one 800 
866-767-7373 or check us out online at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America, educational, non-political, and tax-deductible. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. Pro-Life Across America, the Billboard people. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. Salemnow.com. <laughs> 